everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Poliafito, and I'm here with Dr. Arshad Kanani of Sierra Eye Associates, where he is the Director of Clinical Research and an Associate Clinical Professor at the University of Nevada, Reno School of Medicine. Arshad, welcome back to Retina Synthesis. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Carmen. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. So things are moving on with the port delivery system, and we've had some results on their use of the system in diabetic macular edema, and that's what we'd like to chat with you about today. Can you tell us about the study design? Absolutely, uh, Carmen. So Pagoda was designed to evaluate efficacy, safety, and pharmacokinetics of PDS uh, with refill exchange every 24 weeks, so every six months for patients with uh, diabetic macular edema. We enroll patients who are naive. Patients could be previously treated, but the exclusion was no anti-VEGF in the last six months. Other than that, you know, visual acuity of 25 to 78 letters, and then CST of 325 microns or greater. And then exclusion criteria, the important ones are no tractional detachment, no high-risk PDR. This is a phase three program, uh, and we randomized 634 patients, so quite large study, and patients were randomized three to two to either receive a PDS uh, uh, implant. In that arm, patients receive uh, four loading doses of ranubizumab, 0.5 milligram. Then they receive the PDS surgery either at week 16 or 20. And this was compared to a very high bar of ranubizumab, 0.5 milligram monthly injections. So the idea was, can we get to the efficacy level that we can see with monthly 0.5 milligram? As you know, the approved dose in the U.S. is 0.3 milligram, but ex-U.S. is 0.5 milligram. So um, the goal here is to go to even a higher bar of 0.5 milligram instead of 0.3. And the primary endpoint was averaged at weeks, weeks 60 and 64. And this is to establish non-inferiority of PDS uh, with refill exchange every 24 weeks compared to monthly ranubizumab 0.5 milligram injection in terms of um, uh, change in BCVA from baseline uh, averaged over week 60 and 64. So that was the so trial what, design, yep. Uh, what were, so it was a one-year trial? Yeah, so it's actually um, the, the primary endpoint that I presented at angiogenesis was at uh, week 60 and 64, but the trial is actually a two-year study would go until 112 weeks and even longer. So, and, and you know, the goal is we want extension study data uh, in this trial so we can see the long-term efficacy and safety of poor delivery system in patients with DME. We have no data in terms of uh, long-term safety or efficacy. As you recall, the original studies and the approval was for neovascular AMD. So what were the results? So the main thing is that Pagoda met the primary endpoint. PDS Q24 week uh, was non-inferior to ranubizumab 0.5 milligram monthly injections in BCVA change from baseline average over week 60 and 64. Patients in the PDS group uh, gained 9.6 letters and patients in uh, treated with intravitreal ranubizumab 0.5 milligram gained 9.4 letters. So really good visual acuity 
gains in both treatment group. When you look at the visual acuity gains over time, uh, you see initial increase, obviously. There is a transient decrease in vision after PDS surgery at week 16, uh, between week 16 and week 20. And it's about a line of vision, about five letters. And this is related to, uh, you know, just the surgery itself. You know, the eyes are irritated. Patients um, don't see as good. And then this recovers over time. And at the primary endpoint, uh, the, the visual acuity gains are comparable. Obviously, on top of vision, we want to look at anatomy. And you see the CST. Looking at that, we have robust reductions in CST with PDS compared to um, monthly injection. The curves are essentially on top of each other. And there is a great reduction of uh, CST, almost 200 microns in, in, in both uh, treatment groups. So efficacy-wise in terms of uh, vision gains and CST reduction, uh, this appears to be very promising. And this was achieved uh, with greater than 95% of patients not requiring supplemental treatment. So if you recall, patients were refilled every six months or 24 weeks, but four months after the surgery or four months after the last refill, they had an opportunity to get supplemental injection based on pre-specified disease activity criteria. So majority of the patients, greater than 95%, didn't meet the criteria and didn't need treatment. So what we are seeing here is long-term sustained delivery can cause, can have great efficacy in terms of controlling anatomy and improvement in BCVA while reducing treatment burden. The other thing we looked at was DRSS uh, improvement, and we saw significant improvement in DRSS in the PDS group, which was a two-step or greater improvement of 39% compared to 42% in the intravitreal injection group. So that was also pro promising. And you know that uh, the pavilion trial uh, also met the primary endpoint um, where PDS was looked at in patients with diabetic retinopathy. And, and that trial also met the primary endpoint. So now we have positive DME and DR data with PDS. Fantastic. Any safety issues? Yeah. So, you know, it's a surgical procedure. So we expect uh, PDS uh, patients to have more ocular AEs, whether it's subconjunctival hemorrhage, uh, whether it's other events. But the main things that we saw in the neovascular AMD trials were conjunctival retraction and erosion. And as you know, for the neovascular AMD, there's a black box warning for, for endophthalmitis. Uh, so I'm happy to report that there were no cases of endophthalmitis seen in this large phase three pagoda trial, and there were no um, cases of retinal detachment. There was one case of implant dislocation, and there was one case of septum dislodgement. The other adverse events of conjunctival retraction, erosion, um, and vitreous hemorrhage, you know, those are events that we have seen uh, in neovascular AMD, and it appears that the conjunctival um, issues have decreased in terms of uh, the percent rate. So I think what we have learned over the years is that what is the proper technique to open and close the conjunctiva and tenons? And if you don't do a good job with that, you actually end up with risk of 
end up thymitis. So I think the evolution of surgical technique over time and and really paying attention to key step likely has uh, resulted in better safety that we have seen in Pagoda, also in Pavilion compared to neovascular AMD. And the other thing is this is a different patient population also. Younger patients may have better conjunctiva and tenon. So that's yet to be compared, whether it's the patient population or the surgical technique. But I believe that it's it's really changes in opening and closing that has really led to minimizing this. And I look at my surgery from phase two ladder study from six, seven years ago. And I look at my surgeries from Pagoda and Pavilion, they look much, much better because we are doing things in a different way in terms of closing and opening the conjunctiva and other key steps. Now, this is really exciting. I mean, this is a new uh, dimension of success in treating a, a chronic disease where where multiple interventions are are frequently required and are frequently not done. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think uh, this is the first trial showing the value of sustained delivery in patients with DME. Carmen, you know, you and I know that we have a lot of patients who are suboptimal responders to anti-VEGF, uh, you know, some people code rates from anywhere from 10 to 30%, even up to 40%. And I think what Pagoda is showing uh, to us that if you have continuous delivery of uh, anti-VEGF, you can really maintain uh, good disease control as well as improve vision in majority of your patients. And, and, and I think that's exciting for the field. And these are younger patients who have a high treatment burden. They're even more non-compliant than than patients uh, with neovascular AMD. Now, of course, it's a surgical procedure, so you have to look at the risk and benefit uh, for each patient uh, and, and discuss that. But my patients in the study have been really, really happy. Many of them have fellow eye disease where they get anti-VEGF injections, and they're asking, just like my neovascular AMD patients, um, I have multiple patients with neovascular AMD where they were one eye, they got the implant in the study. And then when it was FDA approved, they received it in their fellow eye, the commercial implant. And I'm seeing the same with diabetic macular edema patients because they can see uh, the stability of their vision, but also the reduction in treatment burden. Obviously, you're aware that, uh, you know, PDS have been voluntarily recalled at this point because of some manufacturing uh, refinements that they're doing. Uh, there were uh, cases of septum dislodgement. Um, the rate was not super high, but, but, but significant for them to voluntarily recall it. You know, it was between two to 4%. And I think we need to have the next generation available in the future so we can really help our patients uh, with neovascular MD as well as diabetic macular edema. Yeah, the data set is powerful, and and we really hope that 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 uh, that Genentech works out the issues with the septum. Um, yeah, I hope so too. I I hope it's 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 done sooner than later because you know patients patients are are waiting. And Carmen, you practice for a long time, and you know that you know surgical technique and technology evolves over time. So I think as a field, we need to understand that. We need to see a progress in terms of lowering the adverse events and making surgery better. 
with training and following all the steps. And that's the exciting part about Pagoda and Pavilion data that we actually see that 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 proper training, proper technique, refinement of closure and opening and wound size and other things have improved the safety profile because we have great agents currently available with intravitreal injections with, you know, now a frisimab, uh, that is available with dual inhibition that can go longer. So I think any surgical technology or sustained delivery technology, whether it's PDS or gene therapy, I think the, the safety is important. And it's nice to see that there were no cases of endophthalmitis seen in Pagoda as well as pavilion trials. Great. Well, thanks a lot for your uh, contribution to retina synthesis. Arshad, Always a pleasure. You. Always a pleasure to be uh, speaking with you, Carmen. See you soon. Mm -hmm.